coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore. Down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. What are you looking forward to the most? Um, the fucking and sucking. <laughs> I, I tell you what I'm looking forward to. You can to. do that over here. I tell you what I'm looking forward to the most is... I've just been told a little rumor that we might be getting Shane Vereen back for co-coms again. Uh-oh. Oh, that's pretty cool. So it'll be me, Phoebe, who I did the games with in London, and then Shane, if he's in uh, LA. Basically, we, That would be crazy. If we can switch, because Nat Coombs has pulled out of our broadcast. He's going to do the BBC's TV show from London. Okay. I think we might be the only British broadcaster out there, because Sky are doing their show from London. And I don't know if Five Live are sending the boys out or not. Oh, so we might be the only nice. British crew out there, which would be That's an edge, isn't it? But what would be really funny is if there's some sort of problem of like people getting out and then me and my mate Andy end up being the only British media <laughs> <laughs> out there for it or something, which would be wild. But um, but yeah, so that would be amazing. If we get Shane on for co-coms, that would be a great laugh. And then... I don't know. I'm just looking forward to the week before. Like yeah. These next few days are going to be great. I'm just going to chill, do the F1 stuff I need to do. Daddy, chill. We've got a hotel with like a rooftop pool in downtown LA. We're staying fairly close to Staples Center, which has got like a new kind of thriving social hub around there and everything. I'm going to go up to the observatory. That's all I really want to do in LA because that's the only thing I've done. I haven't done. Um, and then the game, man. That's gonna be this this Rams Niners game could be exceptional. Oh yeah, well that's a good way to lead us into podcast talk. Oh nothing, I'm so nothing's going to, see what to you guys top. Have got for this. Nothing's gonna top what happened last weekend. Nothing is ever going to top. Last weekend was like this st- these steps up to the holy grail of the best playoff football you'll ever see in your life. Yeah, I know. It does worry me. It feels like maybe peaked way it's, too early it's, yeah. <laughs> it's peaked too early and we might just be in for a really bad yeah. anticlimax yeah it's kind of like when we're doing rugby sevens thursday night is always the best night out for me mm. and then everything after that i'm just kind of like surviving a little bit <laughs> well people were too like... people were too harsh on the wild card round this year because there were two really good games in the bengals game which nobody remembers as being a decent game and yeah. the cowboys niners game which was a good game and there were enjoyable blowouts, as, as we said, I think, last time. But then last week it was like Bengals-Titans was a pretty ugly game of football with an exciting finale. Yeah. Similarly, Niners-Green Bay wasn't attractive if you're a fan of offense, obviously, but it was great drama. In it was a snow, tense game. Though. In the snow, yeah. in Lambeau. Like, yeah. It was awesome. And the, and I went, I went into Sunday being like, well, they're... It's going to be really tough because that, that Niners game kept me up until 6 a.m. I just couldn't sleep after it. And then going into Sunday, you're like, yeah, all right, Rams, Bucks. This should be interesting. And that was just all over the place. I mean, I think I had a, a text thread with you guys and a text thread with somebody else as well. And all I kept on getting every so often was just, wow, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're like, what is what is about to happen? And then the yeah. and then Bills Chiefs is just the yeah. I'll give Josh Allen his credit. 
Yeah, I mean, he couldn't have played much better. If they had got the ball in overtime, you know they would have won. So I do, I feel really sorry for him. He's had I hope two, he gets another chance. Two of the best games in playoff history, probably as yeah. a quarterback, and he's not gone through to the championship round. Yeah, it's brutal. It Seven. is brutal. Yeah, that's what happens, though, when you play Patrick Mahomes. That's playoff football. It's yeah. it's a it's a cruel mistress. Thirteen it's, seconds though, Jazz. It's, yeah, it's the, oh the, the funniest God. meme of the of that one. It. Not the funniest. One of the best ones was Mahomes drove enough to get the game time field goal in less time than it took for the Cowboys to run that QB sneak and run the clock out. <laughs> Thirteen <laughs> seconds versus fourteen seconds. They did have the ability to stop the clock, though. I That's mean, it fun, doesn't man. it doesn't say everything. Yeah, they did, the but they didn't have to much. You know, they have, of course, they had to, but they still did that. And Dallas didn't do that. Yeah, and yeah. Dallas had every opportunity you know to, to make a different that, play though, call. Who did spike the ball in time? Your boy Stafford, who who also yeah. put in a fucking stellar performance. Where do you want to start with that one? Stunk. I really want the Bucks to win that. Where do you want to start? Should we start with the Bengals Titans just quickly? Any you know thoughts on it or anything like that? Well, it. I mean, we'll kind of get to Bengals chances against the Chiefs, and it will come yeah. back around. But the amount of hits and sacks that the Titans got on him, on Burrow, didn't was, matter. It it didn't matter it did. in the end. It, but it they, almost but it was did. a tight game, so it did almost matter. Yeah, but it also mattered that the refs not... completely blew the call for that interception. That was not interception. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That's bullshit. So, yeah, but the game overall was really tight. Oh yeah, but it shouldn't have been um, that tight because the without... Titans didn't have that interception. You can't put it all, all down to that though. That was a big momentum swing. That was a big momentum. The whole game was tight. Burrow didn't throw a passing touchdown, so it's not like they had a stellar day, even though they came out with a good win. Like they deserved to win, and. Partly because of their defense as well, because they got crucial turnovers. But you can't say that Burrow had his best game of the year. Well, I would agree with that. Uh, yeah. I think defensively, both teams played pretty well. Get nine sacks, you expect to win the game. Yeah, yeah, get, yeah. The Titans D gets nine sacks and keeps Burrow like under. What did they end up with? Is it twenty-one points or? You keep him under twenty five anyway, and you should, yeah. you know, you're giving yourself a chance, and then they lose. That is very harsh on them. Very harsh on them. Yeah, I think Completely the Tennessee agree. Titans ruined themselves because Mike Vrabel overthinks things a little too much. Well, they so, also, I agree with that, and they also shouldn't have given Henry such a big workload because he looked rusty and he looked a guy coming off a serious injury. Weathers their backup, whose name escapes me right now, who looks like Derek Henry, even. Mini Henry. Yeah, Dante Foreman. Yeah. Dante he was, Foreman. He was, a, he was, a, was really Texans. good in the wildcard round and yeah. in the regular season but at the end. They should, have still given, they should have given him the workload. Uh, it, was, it was a weird decision, I think. And it cost them because he... he Delivered like fifty-five yards or something. Yeah, Derek Henry didn't have, a, didn't have a run longer than nine yards. Yeah, yeah. and he cost no, him on a fourth and one with his hesitation. Yeah, and yeah. I think why wouldn't they QB sneaking that? I don't know. I think this is this is. I know he's really good well. overthinking yeah. stuff though. So I think Vrabel completely overthought himself. I think he got into the point of like that. Well, everyone's expecting us to do this, so they'll think that we're gonna 
do that, but then I'm going to do that, but they'll think of that, so I'll do this. I think he was just kind of, oh, and, and it was completely summed up with the first play of the game, where yeah. regard, everybody knows that ball should have just gone to Henry, as in a, welcome back, get your first touch, get your first carry, get your first bit of proper contact. It doesn't really matter how far it goes, just do that. And Vrabel's gone, no, I'll, yeah. everyone's expecting that to Henry, so I'll get Ryan to throw a play-action pass in, and the Bengals just covered it beautifully. Like, Tannehill, it's not the best throw. It's not a terrible throw. He had worse throws it's in the good, day. It was a good play, wasn't it? Uh, uh, you're talking about Vrabel here. He's not the offensive coordinator. No, but you He's know, not calling the plays. No, but Vrabel, for instance. So why I put it on Vrabel is because when the Titans were in London against the Chargers, they outthought themselves uh, in the finale to that game as well. Because they like... Vrabel was like, no, they'll expect us to do this. So we're going to go for the two-point conversion at the end to finish this up rather than playing safe, going into overtime and doing all that. So I think I think Vrabel's just not great when it comes to these kind of moments because he's going to be involved in that conversation of the first play of the game. For sure. Yeah, but what happens if Tannehill thought, yeah, we'll do it, it was a passing play, but actually it's a better running look. I'm going to audible at the line. You'll never know. So you, that's what could have happened. Yeah, I don't think that's what happened. Because, <laughs> because, because I just blew up see, your entire argument. Well, no, because we, no no, we didn't see Tannehill cool. call. We didn't see Tannehill changing the play at the line or anything, did we? In that, you don't know he didn't do it in the huddle. Well, maybe not. Well, then he hasn't seen anything. Hey, no one's arguing that Tannehill may have made a mistake. <laughs> just saying it could have happened, Ollie. All right, Jazz. Keep just throwing out hypotheticals that can and can't be proven. And well, give me the give me the rebuttal to it. You did, and it was okay. <laughs> it wasn't stellar. He's crazy. You know, rebuttal. I love that. <laughs> Utterly Jazz pointless. Coin Utterly pointless having a 5% in value. Go on, Jazz. Yeah. Tell, me something about, today, tell me something about. Oh, how was the TJ Watt interview on Pat McAfee? I watched that earlier, actually. It was quite fun. Yeah. Don't Enjoy tell it. me about it. I wouldn't say it was like the best interview ever. Aaron Rodgers' one was good this week when he said, I would have known. Uh, what my plans were with the off season if the season had finished at the Super Bowl, but I wasn't expecting to go out in the divisional round. Oh, I was like, you brutal. arrogant bastard. Just like, yeah, we were going to beat San Francisco. Don't worry about it. Yeah, well, it felt like that kind of game. It felt like they were probably looking past them, doesn't it? Like the way that they showed up. Um, but, then, but then I say that, but the first drive of that game was just what the Packers had been doing all the way. All year. It felt, great. it felt like Brady in a playoff then, game, that first drive. Yeah. That first felt drive what, felt like Brady in the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs in overtime. When he started. Yeah. Inevitable. Like, yeah. It was, that was just, they were straight Or like away. The, against the Falcons in overtime in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Inevitable. Was going to yeah. not bring up that one for the sake of. Oh, we'll bring game. that up it's against the Rams. Game, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did get flashbacks of that on ah! Sunday. <laughs> Real hard. But so, you went to sleep I mean, and you did. Have you got any have you got any thoughts on on the Green Bay game apart from just a general choke fest? I don't think that's fair to say. I think that both defenses again played really well. And, and the, the Packers had no had no right to lose that game. I think what Mason Crosby missed a kick or two. So you missed one. Kick your points. The block punt. Win. The block punt. Block punt, yeah. Oh yeah. my god. What was the guy who, whoever let, was, uh, was it Ward that came through or Tart? One of the two. I don't know who the hell just thought, oh, no, here you go. It's a turnstile. 
we'll let you through. Yeah, looked mm. at, why I wonder if he looked maybe the wrong way or something like that. He probably had his eyes looking the other way out of his helmet, but you couldn't see it, Jazz, but that's probably what happened. Don't worry about it. Mm. <laughs> it could be. It could be that. Or maybe they called an audible on that to say, yeah, did. we're going to try and chase down the returner straight away. Release, man. Just release that guy. Don't worry about it. That's the, yep. that's the change on the field. Don't worry about that. I think Tannehill actually called that one. That was Tannehill's call. Gave oh, was the, it? Yeah, gave the bat phone a little ring, that red phone they've got. Weird that he'd do that because he's not the uh, special teams coordinator know, or whatever. It just shows that... You Green think Bay that have... the guy who's doing that job would do that job rather than the head coach doing that job or the quarterback doing that job? I know, it's odd, but... You Should know, we dice with the drinks guy, what he was doing? Maybe he called the players play. Maybe hey, we're going to be asking the drinks guy what Gatorade's coming up in the Super Bowl this year. That's what I'm, we're going to I have, <laughs> I have my pick already. What is it? I'm not going to tell you until we get there. Yeah, fair. So we'll, my pick might change depending on what the teams are, but I'm basing on what I think it's going to be, and I've got my pick in my head. Yeah. All right. Okay. But the Niners shut the Niners shut down oh, Green Bay's ability to run the football, which I don't think really kills them, but it just means that fine. They they then know it's just Rogers, Rogers, Rogers all night. But for most of the game, the group the Packers defense adapts to the 49ers as well. Except shutting down Jimmy Garoppolo with a busted shoulder and thumb isn't as impressive as shutting down Aaron Rodgers with a week's rest and Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb all in the lineup. Oh, totally. But I'm just but saying they that... only they didn't throw to Any... the last three names that you said there. <laughs> yeah. They he threw to Aaron Jones and he threw to Devontae. And 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 that's it. It was really I don't know if it's just a lack of imagination in the playoffs. But is it Rogers? How trust? good they've been in the regular season, and how bad they've been in the playoffs. It is, it's concerning for like the coaching as well. Like you can't put it all on Rogers. You can't put it all on that offense. The coaching as well. They really just shit the bed. Doesn't the targeting should have won that game? Rogers. But the players just didn't show up either in that sense too. So I, I'm all for blaming coaching, but I'm also for blaming the players on the pit of uh, the field because they're the only ones that can really influence the game once they cross that yeah. white line. Well, and, and, and that's where mentally, if they were overlooking the Niners because they were the heavy favourites and they were at home, that comes down to them, doesn't it? I think that yeah. they just, they started, they started well on that first drive and then I think they took things for granted and they got punched in the mouth a few times and yeah. they just didn't know how to respond to it and it just got tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter and then they were like, and then with that blocked, they could have got away with it. And then the block punt with like four minutes left, it was like, oh, we're probably going to lose this. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's that's the ball game. Suddenly uh, you're going home. Evaporating before your eyes. But every yeah. Green Bay drive, because of what happened on that very first drive, you're expecting and you've seen that they have the ability to do it. So every single San Francisco stop felt like a kind of, Oh, we've got okay. They've got to get, got away with that one because you knew San Fran's offense wasn't really going to score. No. Green Bay did a pretty good job of shutting down even the best of that San Fran run game. To be honest, it's not like San Fran ran all over them. No. They had their best no. yardage did, through the running hard, game, but they did hardly anything. Yeah, I mean, their defense was excellent. The Niners, but the offense didn't really show up, which is makes me wonder how. If they're gonna how and if they're gonna be able to keep up with the Rams, mm. um, but then the fact that they've beaten them the last six times is quite. It's a big I mean, you'd have said you'd have scary. said going in, you'd have said going into that Green Bay game of like you know this bit of a banged up Niners team. Rogers got the rest, home field advantage, but the Niners Rogers still hasn't beaten them in the playoffs. So, 
I think the irony is as well is that Green Bay have built this incredible passing attack that is designed to lose in Green Bay in the playoffs. Now I know they lost in California. <laughs> <laughs> they lost in California when they lost to the Niners uh, yeah. before the Super Bowl in Miami. But that if that game with those two teams this year is in California in Santa Clara, Green Bay throw all over them. I think. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, because they were mentioning in the broadcast that how difficult it was with the turf getting slippy because of the snow coming down That's as well, how point. receivers were struggling out of their really breaks. And I know it's difficult for everybody, including the corners as well. But I think I do think in that in in warmer climates, Green Bay have built a team that isn't built to thrive in their in their home climate, basically. In the playoffs. I mean we'd have they, to, they, they to do pretty well throughout the years there though, didn't they? They do well at home in the regular season in November and December, yeah. which is hardly temperature. Yeah, everybody goes up a little bit more. It does get colder. Look at November and December here. It was like 15 degrees in December. I think I think it's just a... It is a bit sad. Like, nobody's going to feel that sorry for Green Bay Packer fans because they've got an amazing storied history. They've gone from Favre to having Rodgers seamlessly, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yeah, fuck you. They seem to win 12 games a year, no matter what happens... They're always in the playoffs. Like I'd rather be a Green Bay Packer fan than a Falcons fan or like a dozen other teams in the NFL. You had but a choice. You've got to admit. Into the same number of Super Bowls in the last ten years. You've got well. <laughs> no, you've more. Got, you've more, got to sorry, admit more. though the amount of times that they've made the playoffs and they've been like picked as one of the NFC favorites to disappoint their fans in that many spots is savage. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of verging on. It's not as bad, obviously, as the Bills in the 90s going to four Super Bowls in a row and not winning them. But in terms of like a light version of that, in terms of expectations and talent, it's kind of there. Like, I don't know. I guess Pittsburgh would be a similar vein. But I would say the expectations have been higher in Green Bay because that Aaron Rodgers may be winning his third MVP this year. Whether well, Big Ben, ben Rod- has been like a top three quarterback, you know, like maybe five seasons or something. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, but he's not like the best in the league. Ben never had the tagline of being the... Yeah, but Ben's never had the tagline of being perhaps the greatest guy to ever play at the position. That's the difference. Rogers has that tagline hanging over him the whole time. Yeah, so maybe expect- and maybe that's part of it. All of that feeds into the expectations and it's just killed them in the playoffs. They can't handle it. They just didn't show up. Well, I know you can give a lot of credit to the Niners, but it was like... A mega disappointment. Do you think it goes back to the getting the number one seed or a bye week going into the playoffs? We always talk about, oh, it's so great to get the time to rest and recover. But for lots of teams, it's not. I think that sometimes teams are caught cold by teams that are on a hot streak. So when you have a wild card going in there that's won the game, won the games to go into the playoffs and squeak in, and then won in the wild card round, they're a team that's on a hot streak and winning well and having to play really tight, important games week after week after week. Okay. It's like the same kind of argument we have with the French uh, football, or soccer, rollerball, as they yeah, like to put it, I think we've with Paris been. Saint-Germain. They're the reason why they don't do very well in the bigger tournaments in Europe is because they're not battle-tested, they're not forced to perform every single week. Yeah, because the other teams are playing. No offense to them, but they're not really exactly of the same caliber. And that and the Packers have got to play the Lions and the Bears twice a year as well. They're yeah, that's not in their own division. That's true. Like, that's true. And it's really hardly like the Vikings that... haven't been great, you know, this season as well. They're getting kind yeah. of six wins there. Yeah, 
And then you look at so, the, the Patriots with that horrible air, say horrible, that easy AFC East they had for all those years with Brady and Bill. Actually, it makes their achievements even more spectacular when you think about it, because <laughs> six of those games weren't even contests. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, they're kind of an aberration. You just got to put them in oh, the yeah, um, I just box, wanted to I guess. Just, uh, but... just put that one in there. But yeah, I mean, it, and it makes sense with the Bengals as well. Yeah, the we Bengals should really look at that New England dynasty because of all the easy games they had in the division. You know, that makes sense. <laughs> yep. Does well, it's true though. Every, every, most years they started 6-0 because no, no. they were going to beat saying. the Dolphins. They were going to beat the Bills and they were going to beat the Jets because they were all three of them. Most of the time that they were there had a turn where they were maybe a little bit decent for I, a year I or get two. What you're apart saying. from that, it's they were a, a bunch of sorry-ass motherfuckers. It's a, just a difficult sell when you put it into one neat, tidy sentence. That's more my point. Of... Yeah, I agree with that entirely. But, you know, we're here for sound bites, Ollie. Poor Patriots with their six easy wins a year. They were so heroic to have that bye week and then winning the playoffs as well. <laughs> If it keeps on giving. I mean, the stats are the stats are with the team that has the bye week, traditionally. But in, are they the really? Place. Yeah, they are. This was, and I don't have them to hand, unfortunately. But this was something that's convenient. That but it hasn't worked mentioned. out for the Titans and um, and the for Bengals, Green Bay. Well, the in, the interesting one for that is you take the Green Bay attitude of they've built a team that isn't good in their own stadium, and they've overachieved in the regular season, which makes living up to that in the playoffs in difficult situations difficult. And the Titans might have been one of the worst number one seeds, arguably, that we've seen in a long time. Yeah. Well, the AFC was a crapshoot, wasn't it, really? I mean, if the Chiefs if the Chiefs are in that number one seed, I imagine a very similar game to the one that took place against Buffalo. Yeah. But yeah. Let's, t- let's talk about Sunday's games quickly. Let's talk about the Rams, Bucks, flashbacks, Dave. Such strong flashbacks to the Falcons losing against the Patriots. It was so eerily similar. And we were live messaging the three of us and we were all saying, but Brady. And it's exactly how it turned out. And the Rams, I can't believe, I'm so glad that they came away with the win because I was just like sweating watching that one. I'm so glad that they came away with the win. But Oh man, it just feels like a complete collapse of like confidence across the board with them. Like their defense that was playing lights out suddenly is giving up everything. Their offense, you're like, well, they'll score another touchdown and they don't score another touchdown. They suddenly just start running the ball on every play rather than passing it. And just, oh man, I don't know. What did you guys think? It was it was hard to it was like hard to watch that was the end of that. Somebody brought up yeah. the stat that Sony Michelle has only fumbled once this season, and yet oh, they really? continued to give the ball to Cam Akers. Oh yeah, what a show of faith! Like... It's not the time to be honest. Like you're in the you're in the playoffs. You've got a great chance of winning a Super Bowl this year. You're playing Tom Brady. I get it. It's the not first about time. that guy's confidence. I get like, it. The don't first make time. it like oh Akers, let's. Let's put a, an arm around your shoulder. Don't worry, you'll get it next time, guy. It's not the fucking time for that, Sean McVay. Like, go and win a ball game. I I just didn't agree with them giving it the ball back to him. Then. I understand giving him a couple of runs after that first fumble, for sure. Because it's like, yeah. you want him to think that you've got faith in him and all that kind of stuff. <sighs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. Save that confidence for when you win a but game yeah, and then Sony, reset in the next Sony round. Michelle That's how I feel about fumbled it. fumbled once. Yeah in week four against the Arizona Cardinals and didn't fumble for the rest of the season. And you're trying to run the clock down 
with some yeah. hard nose running. Mm. Just give it to the guy that doesn't fumble it. But let's yeah, also not forget the other person who had a pretty big fumble. Fans. Yeah, yeah. Cooper Cup didn't have the uh, the best one. MV fumble. <laughs> I mean, he makes up for it. He did with... have a crazy touchdown. <laughs> Does like that nullify yards. his whole season of statistics for you, Jeff? Go do when it counts. <laughs> These takes are so. Doesn't weird. fumble it. Bucks don't even have a chance in that game. He <laughs> let them back into the game single-handedly. Yep. His fault. <laughs> yep. Can we just like with Brady when he was getting beaten up in the especially in the first half and he got hit by Von Miller in the face. He got hit on the chin and he was complaining oh. to the refs quite rightly, I think, as well. He got a busted a lip. Call. Yeah, it's a bad call, got a busted lip. And he looked uh he looked kind of old then. And you were like, Oh, like maybe this is like it's kind of, you know. Finally it was, happening. It was and like then he just comes and leads this amazing comeback that nearly goes like to overtime. When Thanos got cut at the end of Marvel Avengers and you're like, oh, he is a human. He can bleed. All that for a drop of blood. See, that line? Is that what you're going for? I guess so. I think that I just remember cool. a scene where it's like Thanos is bleeding and they're like, oh, he's like, oh, I can bleed. Oh, shit. I might be thinking of it the wrong movie. No, that's the right one. Infinity War. That's is that Copperman Four you're thinking of? Might have no, that is caused by Copperman though. Yeah. All that for a drop of blood is the exact line. If you When's Fiber oh, Broadband right. Man coming in? He's stronger than, faster than Copperman. Is that when he says about the universe being balanced? Yeah. You see, I've, I've like I, all I, things I should be, Dave. I know what I'm doing. Like NFL teams should be balanced in all three phases. Yeah, but all four teams we've got left are offensively-minded coaches and offensively-minded football teams, I'd say. I guess. Fair. So that is a sign of the league, isn't it? For this year, yes. But there's many years where it's not been like that. I still yeah. think There's many years fans... where the, the offensive team plays the defensive team and the defensive team tends to win. The best aspect of San Fran is their defense. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Jimmy but Jimmy. Carl, Sh- Carl Shanahan is there, still their edge, isn't he? Like, if that defense is the not Shanahan backed up game. by, yeah, by a running game which eats clock, then you're in trouble. I think. Going back to the Bucks game, what we saw in that game was the complete lack of talent outside of the skill positions of Evans and Gronk. They were desperately missing Godwin. They were desperately Maybe. missing Antonio Brown. Yeah. They needed a short pair of hands. In that game, there were several times in the first quarter, or at least the first half, I think, where on third, second and third down, they're throwing it, and the receiver's just, just doing this and just letting it go through their hands or dropping mm-hmm. it or fumbling. Not fumbling Gronk, it, but dropping 11 it. 11 targets, four receptions. For who? For Gronk. Yeah, so he didn't do great either. But watch his face. Um, 18, Mike Evans, touchdown, by the way, just Johnson. to give him some respect on his name. God, he's now me. demanding the respect put on that name rather than I... that was crazy though he went up against the best corner in the nfl and yeah. just burnt him and you don't see mike evans speed that much because he it's, gets... a, it's deceptive it's really deceptive. deceptive yeah he's faster um than julio jones than you, yeah. than you think he is <laughs> he's not, definitely not faster than julio jones but uh he's faster than you give him credit for he, he made ramsey look a bit silly on that play that was a huge play he would have Ramsey would have been completely livid about that. He still is, I bet. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. At the same time, I think I think you end up decide you just kind of put it behind you, wouldn't you? Really. 
well, when you win, I guess, <laughs> and you go into a championship game, you don't think about the last round too much. That's very true. All that matters is where you are right now. So what about the games Ooh. coming up then? Do you know uh, Julio Jones's first actual name? No. Julio. It's not Julio. What's that? It's Quintoris Lopez Jones <laughs> Jr. Quintoris. I did not know that. Well, there you go. You, you don't want to put that on it. <laughs> Why not? What's wrong with that? It's long. <laughs> It is long. If you're paying per letter, you'd be annoyed. A bit like the Jan Venegor of Hesselink. Mm. Celtic, when it was like literally the entire of his back covered. Found a letter at the club shop. Yeah. I like that he refused to allow it to be short. And he was like, this is my name. Well, that was his name. I know, but like, yeah, I'm sure that they, they might have asked him, like, can we just go with something a bit like the in- And he was like, fuck you, it's my dad's name. The injuries <laughs> lost it for the Bucks, really. They both say for Jan Vinegar Hesseling. I was like, yeah, it's a, I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure about that one. Yeah, we'll save that, save that special for later on in the year. For the, the Jan Vinegar of Hesseling throwback podcast. Um, yeah, the injuries no. screwed the Bucks. If yeah, they, they have been fully healthy, I think the Bucks win that game. Not comfortably, but I don't know. They don't make it as quite as tight because I, that I offensively. The Rams, the Rams were so good for like basically three quarters. They looked like the best team in the league for the, for the first half. They did. They, they did. Maybe injured. them, them, the Chiefs and the Bills are like right there, and they looked more balanced than either of those teams. Like they put together a complete performance, and Stafford was not really like he seemed to have a great day. I can't mm-hmm. even like a lot of the times you can blame quarterbacks like that. You can blame Matt Ryan to a certain extent for that loss against the Patriots for not completing enough throws, Shadow not head. getting another touchdown. Shallowhead. I know I'm I'm not getting into that. I just but like to say normally you can blame the QB when they allow a comeback like that to even start. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like that with Stafford. I don't know if you guys feel like that. No, I think I feel like he was a fault. What epitomized it for me was the last throw downfield to Cup, which was like if you want a quarterback in that situation at the moment in the playoffs, like Stafford's a pretty great one to have because he's been in these terrible situations where nothing's going right and yeah. dug the Lions at a times before. I yeah. think that was yeah, yeah. Was that like yeah. thirty-eight or forty-two game-winning drive in his NFL career? I mean, like he's oh, had yeah. to win games in those sorts of moments, and he's used to getting hit while throwing, while trying to throw for the lead, and he takes an absolute shot from Indomitian Sue. As he's yeah. throwing that ball up to Cooper Cup, but he's got faith in his arm, and he's got this incredible connection with the best player in the well, most valuable player in the league this year, and and that's what gets him out of jail. I mean, the Bucks were stupid. You know, when, remember when we slammed the Jets for running cover zero against uh-huh. the Raiders? Oh yeah, and there was like a week of you should lose your job for that. It's kind of what the Bucks did in a much apparently there was moment. an issue with the call though. Have you heard that? No, I've not heard that. Half the defensive players had heard the call, and the other half hadn't heard it properly. So the reason why there was a huge blow of coverage is some of them were playing one play, and others were playing something completely Isn't different. It, it's it's almost like the same thing that happened to the Bills, right? Like that, they the thirteen seconds for Patrick Mahomes to get in field goal range, yeah, in two plays, they were sitting so deep their safeties that they weren't even basically in the in the game and they yeah. just gave the underneath 
So it's quite similar, really. They're just like, and I don't know why that happened. Well, well you don't just, want to. You rather just give freaked up out by the few yardage and then out to the thing to try and let them have a field goal rather than let Tyreek go over the top and win the game from there. Whereas Tyreek went underneath and went sixty-four yards risk. on them anyway. Yeah. So, sorry, Tyreek went underneath on them earlier in the uh, in the in the two-minute warning and went for like sixty-four yards anyway for a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, that Tell I think what, they I'm were getting gone petrified of Tyreek because every every time he catches the ball he's so quick with his feet he was able to take even on the kind of little flare routes just off the line of scrimmage he'd take it turn take three steps back and then it's like Sonic his feet start yeah. moving on the spot and then he just yeah, goes yeah, yeah. and finds this it irritates the shit out of me because it why I hate it really catch the ball and run don't jump back have a look and then juggle around a little bit Catch the ball, carry on running as you are. He's he's doing, he's giving himself open space, which is the most difficult thing for def- A runner in open field is so difficult for a... Yeah, somebody to break his legs. With. So that's what he's doing. Oh my God. It feels like the only way to stop him. It might I be. wouldn't be upset. That was just, yeah, that was an unbelievable game. There's yeah, no- well, it, that's an unbelievable classic game. You consider that with, what, five minutes left, it was, what, 20... 6.23, and it ends up 36 all. Yeah. I mean... It's epic. Uh, the the DB that gets destroyed on that Bill's second-to-last touchdown where he gets the little shoulder fake and it's like a basketball crossover. It's just his ankles collapse in the field and he just falls down. Yeah, it's, the, it's like the second-to-last touchdown. It's okay. It's just painful absolutely painful because the corner's kind of dropping back or it might be even mm. the same I think it's the corner is dropping back and the receiver just gives a little like shake and you just watch this corner just I mean he loses his footing obviously but it just looks like he collapses it's like his body's trying to go <laughs> one way his legs are trying to go the other way his arms are kind of going that way and it's just ah. yeah absolutely awesome but for do you stand on the whole we need to change overtime thing I'm glad that it wasn't just a field goal that won it. If you go down and you score a touchdown like that, fair play. Yeah, they talked this. Uh, did you listen to the ATN guys talk about it, Ollie? Because they're really good discussion for a while, maybe like mm. ten minutes on it. What did they did say? That yet? No. They kind of go back and forward because Rosenthal was basically saying, "Well, you've had so many chances to win the game already. Yeah, the the league is worried about player safety." Uh-huh. so if you add it you know in an offensive game like that you know if it's score score like where does it end and then do you end up playing like the whole a double of, overtime as well yeah like is it too much like the defenses are already gassed anyway that's why they've let in so many points in a shootout you're just kind of compounding that until yeah. so I understood that point but also you know I think the others were saying that that's true, but we've just seen a great example of a game that should have, you know, Josh Allen should have been given the chance to come back on the field. It's like having a penalty shootout in like a World Cup semi-final and you flip a coin and only one team gets to kick the ball. And then if they score, then see you later. That's not fair. Like you should have both teams get a chance to take penalties. They miss, they get saved. They hit defense could have made a stop. 
Defense, yeah, I know, but so that that's was, the thing. It is a thing. Look, we we had this exact same conversation. I don't know. But you're just taking Brady out their offense. Their offense is suddenly a non-factor. They're never going to see the field. I don't know. Them's the rules. It, yeah. I don't. I don't want to see the rules change. Chris Carter made some really good points about it actually on Good Morning Football, the former Vikings receiver, saying they've already made the season longer with Week 18. Yeah. So you've added another game into it. Now you want yeah. to maybe add another, because some people were saying, just have a 15-minute quarter, you play until time yeah. finishes. If it's yeah, still yeah. level, you keep going. Colleen was saying that on the And pod, you've got yeah. like the end of a playoff game. So your intensity's up anyway. Chris Carter also made a really good point of, I've had my food four hours before the game. <laughs> so I've had food. You're going to be cramping, right? I've played three hours, and then you want me to play another 45 minutes at huge intensity. And like the adrenaline is going to drop at some point in some people. I mean, it's just you're asking these guys to do even more. Sounds Whereas, like he's got some pretty outdated sports science there, though. Oh, gee, four hours before the game. Well, this is what he was saying from his time, yeah. I guess. Maybe the maybe the nineties. did. But but in <laughs> before before they got real technical about it. <laughs> but as kind of Shane was saying on one of our previous podcasts when we last had him on, that he always felt like if the time when he was going to get injured is when he went half-paced. And that's tired. the time when you're tired, right? So I think you you could see injuries if you had... And also, as you mentioned, that game that at that time. point, like, defence was pretty much a non-factor almost. Like, they, the offences were going at will up and down the field. We could yeah. have been there for hours. We could have had to pause it <laughs> and start again on Monday. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, and, it, and it's really unfortunate that Josh Allen has played two awesome games at the quarterback position and doesn't get to go through into the championship game, doesn't get to lead Buffalo. And it's such a shame for Buffalo, who lost in the championship game last year. And there's the whole thing with Diggs, which he copied off the guy in college, who everyone's talking about again. And the look on Diggs's face on the bench oh, in yeah. that game was just Brutal. like, what do I have to do? And they must all be thinking that. But the fact that it's also kind of unfair even though Mahomes had to go through it as well we had to say the Against same discussion Brady, yeah. yeah it kind of adds again to a Chiefs Bills epic rivalry of rivalries and playoffs intensity and the Bills know so. about hurt I mean bad things come in four for the Bills when it comes to Super Bowls oh. and guys getting touchdown passes in playoff games and then still not winning and <laughs> and it's kind of like that's a good one, Ollie. That hurts. One. That hurts going to come, but you know all about the hurt in the NFL, and it's going to keep coming, and it's adding fuel to the fire. It creates but more it, of it, the drama. It depends how they respond, though, doesn't it? Are they going to come back like the Chiefs did after losing their own, you know, heartbreaking championship loss? Where, like, if Mahomes had had the ball one more time against Brady, then you feel like they probably would have won that game but they just didn't get the rub of the green, the flip of the coin. But they could, so they could come back next season and be all fired up and win 12 games and win their division and then go back to the divisional round, get another chance against the Chiefs or meet them in the championship round. Or they don't. Like, go, it's really hard to get go, back to go get home, Go get home field advantage. That, that blew my mind. I completely forgotten. It's so hard. Patrick Mahomes has never played a playoff game outside the Super Bowl outside of Kansas. Oh. That's such a game changer. Yeah. So yeah. if you're Buffalo, go and 
go and get home field advantage in the playoffs. Yeah, easier sure said than done, though, isn't it? It like, is. No, it is. It know, is much easier long... said than done. But I mean, this is this is what makes the Chiefs so impressive yeah. right now is that they're continuing to be good enough to still host playoff games over a long period of time. That's yeah. pretty impressive. And the fact, I mean, they're potentially going back to three straight Super Bowls in a row. If they win two of them, we're talking about potential dynasties and all that kind of stuff. The Bills are right there and they're so close. And that should be fuel to the fire for every single player in that Bills locker room. I hope so. Of, let's go out and so. let's freaking do it. Yeah, Remember yeah. in the Tampa Bay, um, uh, John Gruden 2001 season, the uh, America's game where they're leaving the link after losing to Philadelphia in the cold and they're on the bus and Gruden says he turned to the like sap or someone and says, I've got him. As in like, they'd been losing so many times to the Eagles at the link in cold weather and then they finally worked out the way they were going to do him. That's what we're building up to with this Bills team, I hope. Fingers I hope crossed. so too. And I, they are, they're sneakily, you know, the best team to watch as well. Like unless because... you're Oliver Wilson and you hate Josh Allen. Look, I'm not you've, you've got a but I'm giving yeah. him his dues. I mean he was incredible yeah. in these last two yeah. games. It, it was really fun to watch him. And it was fun yeah. to see that they actually used Singletary a bit more in the running game. Like they had a run game that it wasn't just all about Josh Allen. Allen did stuff with his legs as well. I mean, yeah, you you can't say that I mean Jazz would find a way if it was Kirk Cousins, obviously, but you <laughs> You can't well, he's just trash. So performances put but, trash on TV. You're just watching trash. But if if Kirk Cousins put those performances, look, Allen has had his he won't nightmare he can't run moments. and he can't throw the ball very well. Allen had some poor moments even towards the end of the season, like that Atlanta game. Sure. But in the big moments in the playoffs, you can't fault what he put on this year at all. No, not at all. It was awesome. Going back to the the playing in Kansas City too. Apparently, there was reports that uh Miss I don't know who her second name is, but um. Holmes's fiance. Oh, uh, yeah. The final whistle when they were winning, they Colonel, won. Colonel Mustard. Um, did you not see her all mustard attire for the game? I did. Thankfully, did not see that. Yeah, I saw her in the sideline in her little mustard um, coat. And she was she was spilling champagne all over the fans in front of her from her box that's heated in the freezing cold. Dick. Oh, that's just amazing. As if she could get more unpopular. Do you remember when we were in this position last year of? we were looking for a reason to turn on somebody for the Super Bowl and then all the TikTok stuff started coming up and we were like, oh, now I really we want the Bucks to win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's stuff I like mean, that, that I'm like, yeah, I really hope the AFC Championship game, the Bengals dominate them. I think they will. We'll get to that in a second. No, you no, think t- they're going to dominate talk, them? Talk, to, talk what, to us. What Chiefs team have you been watching for the last couple of weeks? The yeah. one they where are... the football god's karma is going to say, you're going to get to here again? Uh-uh. That's See just... you later. So you're yeah, but saying... that's not based on actually watching football, though, because this Chiefs team looks as good as they've ever been. No, I don't agree with that. Uh, tell me they why. Better ones, they had Sammy Watkins they and did... had a receiver that could catch the ball outside of Tyreek. The hurt Tyreek. that they put on that Bills team in the like in the second half, and the Bills have got such a legit defense. Watkins Bills the, number the Bills did the exact same to them, though. Watkins was only like the number yeah. four receiver anyway. It was, it was Hill, two. Kelsey, Hardman, Watkins. Yeah, the Hard- Watkins the played Hard- white. But Hardman. Cole Hardman was never number three in that. He was always four or five. He was never always on the pitch field. Watkins was always number two. He'd always have, he had two receivers out. It was Watkins and Hill. No, but and Hardman had signed. more of an impact Hardman now. on the field. Now, 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 yeah, because Watkins yeah, yeah. is gone. But it, Hardman also doesn't always catch the ball very well. Yeah. 
Same with Byron Pringle. Byron Pringle is an interesting one because he gets used a lot and he's not reliable at that level. Yeah. Nope. So what you, what you see here is a case of when they've had to pay their players and they can't afford all the skill positions they would like to try yeah. and spend money on. Sure. Okay. So I, I hope you have you put your money where your mouth is, Jazz, and taken the spread of the Bengals. Then. I want to take the spread, Dave. No, I mean, can't you change the spread? No, I'm taking the want? fucking money line. Okay. I put my money where my mouth is. Yeah, but I mean, forty nine is the Bengals, baby. I, I think you is can this, invert the is this spread Bengals if you defense want to. Good you enough. Should, to you should s- take the Bengals to win yep. by ten or something if you think it's going to be like. Oh, a... I'm not. I'm not going to do that because I, I want to just try and get. But the Chiefs are trash. That's what you know. They, well, they Bengals are. Bengals are going to run away with it, right? But I don't know how much the Bengals are going to win by, so I don't want to put money on that. Okay. Just it's the a, money a, line will do me. A, run, a runaway three-point victory. <laughs> yeah, a runaway one-point victory. <laughs> Dominating one point victory. 21 to 20 in overtime. It ran away. Uh, I guess that can't happen, can it? Bollocks. Um, no. I don't, I don't I see the Bengals getting the to Mahomes. Mahomes' mobility. Can't see this happening. The way he glides around in the backfield is effortless. Yeah. It is. Chris I'm, Jones is going to get a handful of sacks as well. That's fine. Barrow. Josh Jamal Allen. Chase will get 300 yards. It's not fine. It's not fine. It's but fine. This stuff still okay. matters. Ingram the Titans as well. offense blew that game. Ingram's You're going to need great. to score 30 against this Chiefs team. And is Burrow going to be the Titans offense blow it or did the Bengals defense do well? There's a question for you, Dave. What if you think about? Both. The Bengals well, defense covered, covered, covered the pass, but... You think the Bengals defense, which is, I would still say, average, is going to be able to shut down the best offense in the league now yeah right okay it's a compelling argument you're making thanks i tried my I'll best go, i'll go out and remortgage my house and put it all on the bengals the if they win you wish you did the bengals <laughs> up front didn't do that well at getting to Tannehill. like it wasn't like he got roughed all over the place it was the coverage that was and the run stopping the secondary was great for the bengals the run stop was good but i i'm not tempted to get and too all key in on points. That. It wasn't just the run stopping. Granted, Foreman had a few good runs. Fair enough, fine, whatever. One but when they five, had to yeah. make a stop on third and one or third and two, fourth and one, fourth and two, the Bengals made the stops. Okay. I mean, it just feels like the, the Chiefs have been building towards this point all season. Or have the Bengals been building this way? to this point all no, season the, the Bengals are doing what you the were talking Bengals about are... they are riding this because they're just fun. they have they have the hot hands look I I Without want question. I want you to be right Jazz because I'm I really want the Bengals in the Super Bowl I really want it's going to be a rematch it's going to be a rematch a Super Bowl whichever one it was Bengals against 49ers you heard it here first I think you're wrong remortgage your one. house on that one Dave I do, I do think you're wrong Definitely on not. the latter part of that. No, it's not. I'll tell you why. I, from my point of view, this is I, how I, I see. I tell you what. I tell. I think you, you just want you just want it to happen, and that's normally what I, I want to happen. My bets on as well, but I, I really think you've got a squint to see the Bengals as favourites in this, which is how you're selling them. Yeah, they, they should be. Um, that's crazy. But, <laughs> that's crazy. This is such a dominant Chiefs from, team. From my point of view, if the Bills beat the Chiefs. I yeah. think the game has a much greater edge towards the Bills. I think the Bills have got a better chance of beating the Bengals. Well, the Bills have the best defense in the league. Yeah. So. And 
with the Chiefs winning and the Bengals haven't really beaten them once this year. Yeah. The Bengals have learned what to do, how to do it. And if you watch how the Bills were with Singletary, and Singletary hasn't had a great season, but he's done better as the year's gone on. Joe Mixon and that Bengals rushing attack is far more superior to the, the Bills one. So they can control the clock, keep Mahomes off the field, do what they did in the first game, throw it to Chase on the outside, let him run and just get yards and yards and yards and yards. And if he's covered, we'll throw it to T. Higgins. If he's covered, we'll throw it to Tyler Boyd. If he's covered, we'll throw it to Zama. So I get it that sacks are an issue, but from my point of view, Burrow's smart, proven to be smart enough, mobile enough, and can take a pounding to be able to get rid of the ball and do the job quite nicely. Now, with the NFC, if the if the Bucks beat the Rams, the Bucks beat the 49ers without question from my point of view because you then put the game completely in Garoppolo's hands because the Bucks would shut down the 49ers rushing attack. Now, because that hasn't happened... The Rams rushing attack, they even talked about Cam Akers is going to have a breakout game, whatever they're going to have. He didn't do very well against the Bucks. He's got a better chance against the 49ers because their rushing defense isn't quite as good as Tampa's. But then I think that based on what we saw from last week, you can still get a lot of pressure with Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, and the other two guys coming with the names on my head. Just rushing four. If you can do that against the Rams... Yes, Cooper Cup will get receptions. He'll do well. But you could see in the in the game earlier in the season, the, the 49ers have beaten them twice this year. So they have their number. They know how to do it. And like you said earlier, Oli, about the Rams in that game, their fourth quarter was terrible. If anything, their third quarter wasn't great either. Once they got to 17... Um, what was it? What, what score did they get up to? 24-3, wasn't it? 25-3? 24-3. Wherever it was. It just looked like they just ran out of gas. And they ran out of gas against the 49ers in Week 18 as well when they went to 17 nothing up. And Sean McVay had never lost a game after winning at halftime. If he's winning at halftime, McVay teams, they always win. The 49ers bucked that trend in Week 18. Yeah, The look, Buccaneers almost bucked that trend again in the division, division well, round last week. And the Rams dropped off in the second half on offense against Arizona massively as well in the wild card round. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've, done, they've yeah. done it three weeks in a row. I'm completely on you on that. And I... That was one of the things I was going to say of, I love this Rams offense. Now it looks more balanced. Now they actually have a run attack, an incredible run attack. The worry is, is that we have seen them get out to early leads and then stagnate. They gas or disappear. It's not just stagnation though. It's uh, it's not just being gassed. It's McVeigh isn't ad- as adventurous once he's like 14 yeah, to yeah, 17 points up. Like he is but... a conservative coach. And I don't have a problem with if you go out and you win the game and you can have a defense that does it. And on paper... That defense can for the Rams. So in everything you're saying about the 49ers can get pressure rushing for, cause trouble, and perhaps cause problems that way, the Rams can do that in the exact same way in terms of they can get immediate penetration even on that running game. The Niners are going to have to look to get out to to the edge because if they run up the middle against the Rams... The way that they've that interior D line has played in the last two weeks has just been absolutely phenomenal. Jimmy Garoppolo is a busted hack at the moment, and that offense of San Fran took such the manner of that victory in Green Bay and the cold with players dropping left, right, and center as well. Yeah. I think is a really, really big impact on San Fran. In the same way that in the other game, I think a lot of the Bengals' hopes could come down to how Tyron Matthew is back. I haven't actually checked if he's going to be back or not. That's a big one. But that was that was huge in that game 
because there were Sorensen times when your that, best safety. You're going to attack him every single play. Well, there are times in that game where you, the trouble for the Chiefs D was the fact that the safety's not coming across and, make, and helping and supporting the coverage in time. Tyron Matthews going to be able to be that sort of guy if he's able to play. So that was that was another big thing. Probably handed Josh Allen that game actually in his performance. So maybe we should take a few levels off off what Allen did. Uh-uh. You know, he wasn't playing the Don't best. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> no, Allen's also getting a lot of like step sympathy. into the light, Ollie. I like it that you're going to die on that hill. <laughs> Allen's getting a lot of the sympathy as well because he's the guy that hasn't done it yet. Whereas Mahomes is doing what we've seen Mahomes do, and was just as good, maybe even better than Allen in that game, kind of thing. Yeah. And all yeah. the talk is like Josh, Josh, Josh. And it's like, dude, what did we, we just saw the best arguably the best quarterback in the nfl at the moment play at the peak of his powers yeah but his girlfriend's annoying yeah so. and his brothers are, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah but we want the new shiny toy as well ollie that's what sports fans are like you know that's true we just yeah. want to see that we want to see the new shit just going back to that rams defense you're talking about in terms of running up the middle the bucks had a lot of success running for early on up the they middle. did yeah but then they made adjustments they had made adjustments, but also the Bucks went behind and had to throw the game more to try and catch up. Sure, sure. Well, so if you have a 49ers down, team so that's going to run it down your throat like they will do, I don't see how the Rams can stop that every single time they need to. And if you have, as long as Debo's healthy, if Debo's not healthy, 49ers are going to do nothing. Yeah. Debo's healthy and they're playing in better weather in an indoor stadium where mm. they're going to catch the ball and, and Kittle will catch it as he should loud. do. And dropping it. It's going to be 50-50 that game. Did you see the band that they put on selling tickets yeah. outside the Los Angeles area? The Rams tried to put a ban on Ticketmaster. Oh, selling... to stop them oh right. I think it's banned. Yeah, yeah. Put, tried to put a ban on Ticketmaster from selling tickets for the game outside of the Los Angeles area in yeah. the hope that it would prevent Niners fans from scalping them all and coming down. And then Ticketmaster were like, we can't control this, so we're just split. not going to do it. Yeah. But yeah, the Rams were Rams were keen for that. And if we got a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl, no one's going to be upset about it. But really, we all want to see 49ers Bengals because we want to see the underdogs win yet again. Oh, no, I want to see the Rams Bengals. Rams, Stafford's Rams, Rams Chiefs could be really good as well, though. <laughs> I, I think I think I'll be happy with I'm happy with with basically any combination now. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I yeah. I like I like obviously the Bengals story is really cool, and they're the the underdog out of these four. And they're the exciting, they've got the new exciting shiny toy at quarterback. I don't want the Chiefs to win again, but I also love watching them and they're probably the best team left. The Rams have got a good story. And then the 49ers, because of Shanahan, I'd like him to win the Super Bowl. So I kind of, yeah, it's nice. I feel like quite chilled about it. There's no one I hate, (laughs) like, which is strange for me. I normally hate a lot of teams. If we do get that Bengals 49ers game, I'd like to see Shanahan get like a 15, 17 point lead and let it get blown again. Oh, Jazz, <laughs> fuck you. You're a real love piece that. of work, aren't you? Absolute hate across the board. God, well, I, I like him. I think he's really good, but well, you obviously don't I'd think like to see good. that narrative continue. I dislike everything that you're about. I'd like the Rams to fail because I also, as much as I'd like watching superstar teams get assembled, I'd also like them not to win and I'd like to see them just become a team that can't get over the hump. Hey, I want and OBJ's with Chiefs, teams. I want to see the Chiefs fail every every time they get to this point now because I hate Mahomes' fiance and brother so much <laughs> that we need to stop it. We need this to stop. Look, I don't <laughs> want I don't want the Odell Beckham Jr. family going poor this year. 
right. He's already, he's, no, he's already gone, Paul. Have you heard yeah, yeah. No, this is contract? amazing. November 12th, Odo Beckham Jr. signed a deal with the Rams worth 750,000 US dollars, and he'd announced that he would take that in Bitcoin. At the time, Bitcoin was worth $64,293. It is now what worth 35400 yeah. Today, his deal odell beckham jr's is worth four thousand one hundred uh four hundred and twelve thousand us dollars odell will be taxed on seven hundred and fifty thousand us dollars which will be a 50.3 percent tax rate which means that odell beckham will have netted thirty five thousand seven (laughs) hundred and three us dollars from the rams contract this year (laughs) but he did get like 7.2 mil from the browns yeah, he's probably doing okay. So but, he's probably yeah, really, but really funny. Somebody in the Beckham Junior household is playing for that Super Bowl bonus. I tell you, that's why he's not moaning about Cooper Cup and staying it's just all the right. Worst time to buy Bitcoin, like. Oh, well, no, he did it when it was a bit higher, didn't he? Yeah, he did it at sixty-four thousand. That's what I'm saying. It was a bad move. He's just unlucky. Don't buy when it's high, baby. Buy when it's low. Yeah, maybe he's thinking it's going to that hundred grand, motherfucker. Yeah, maybe uh, he better not, hold on to that shit. I bet he yeah. panics and sells it though because he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, th- I think it will. I think the Rams will do the 49ers. I think OBJ keeps on getting better. I think they just need to protect Stafford a little bit more at times. He got roughed around a little bit too much in that game against the Bucks, and they're going to need that against the Niners but I think the Niners offense is just going to be a little bit too beaten up if they get to Garoppolo early and really put him under duress and the Rams get a lead and they kind of take away that run game because the Niners will have to throw then I think that's a big problem but the Bengals I think there could be a moment in that game where they're either going to be deer in headlights like down 10 nothing and needing a big third down stop and it'll either be deer in headlights or we've got the moxie to ride our positive wave. They need to both, both the Niners and the Bengals need to start really well. Otherwise both of those games are going to be out of sight because I just don't think the Niners are going to be able with Jimmy Garoppolo. They're not going to be able to play from two scores behind 10 points behind. They need to keep it close. Like the green Bay game, like the whole time or they're not winging. And then the Bengals pretty much the same. Like they're not going to be able to suddenly make loads of stops on Mahomes. They need to win a shootout like they Bengals, did in week 14 or whatever. Bengals need to collapse the pocket on Mahomes. They don't want to let him move out to the sides. They need to get round and collapse the pocket in on Mahomes and get mm-hmm. pressure consistently like that. That'll be the best yeah. way. Because otherwise, I mean, it's it's still so tough to take him down. Or he'll just run out the side for like 50 yards like he did in that first drive against the Bills. It just moves so well. Have we talked about, by the way, that you won your bet? I was waiting till somebody would bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> I actually <laughs> forgot that you had done that. I was really hoping that you couldn't do this week so me and Dave could talk about it and just like casually brush it off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm really happy for you. I like, I, was... I like pod winning bets. We don't get many of them. So, so I'm less happy for you because I meant I lost. Well, Jazz, I was... you don't seem happy for anybody and you seem to hate everybody. I'm not happy about anything in the world right now at all, Dave. So. You're really seems, negative, this podcast. Like, yep. Yeah, yeah. I, Apart I, from I, for the Bengals and the 49ers. That's yeah, he's, true. You're he's all in actually, I'm pretty positive about that. I'm actually yeah. very positive about that, too. Yeah, But you also wanted to see Carl Shanahan. Yeah, I would like state, to see him so. All right. That way. I'd love to Whatever. see him. But well done. Congratulations, Ollie. Sitting it's with a finger over the cash-out button during that Bills-Chiefs game was like <laughs> the worst thing on the planet. And yeah. 
And PT, uh, my mate from uni who listens to this, actually went with you, Jazz, on the picks. So he oh, went yeah? with everything and then the bills to win. And uh, he'd just woken up in Dubai. And I started just giving him little text updates on what the game was going on because he was getting ready to work and stuff. And uh, I said, I'm thinking of cashing out. And then the bills went up and he was like, oh, I'm just going to I'm going to cash out. And then he was so annoyed that he ca- no, he cashed out. Sorry, when the Chiefs got back into it uh, right. and went ahead again in, after the Tyreek Hill long one in the two minute warning. And then <laughs> bills go down, and get another one. And he yeah. was livid. And then they go back and go, oh, yeah, it was just he cashed if out I'd the right away time. With it, yeah. Yeah. If I'd been awake and watched the whole thing, when the bills score that touchdown with 13 seconds left, that's getting cashed out if I'm allowed to do it. Yeah, yeah. At that point of the game, they tend to take that away from you. I mean, if I, I could have done it, I would have cashed out right then and there. I was looking at that drive and it was saying 24 pounds as the bills got closer and closer. And it was like 21, 20. And then they hit the touchdown. It went down to 18 or and then it or something like 11 maybe or whatever. And I was like, oh, there's no point cashing out 11. Let's just ride this thing till the wheels fall off. Like 17 seconds, it, maybe a miracle will happen. Oh my God. Miracle and what did you win in the end? 31 quid. Mm. Yeah, off a pound bet. Covers Very the smart season. from you. I got. I went three, three, three or four, as one bet away again. What did you miss so, out? Titans. Titans to win. I so you were, so you were out early. Game one as well. Watch all yeah, the, got the other, other ones come in. <laughs> so what have you got this week? Ooh, I've got. Uh, I'm going the other I way. Assume, I assume we've all is... taken like a points total or something like that along with. I didn't realize that's what we're doing until Dave put that picture up. So then I did that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, we, well, we never discussed idea, it. Yeah. I just thought it would be a better way to have a full. Yeah, four it is, it is rather better rather than doing um, rather two. than doing two. Yeah, um, be nice doesn't, to tell me doesn't seem very popular on this podcast doing two bets. So no, it doesn't seem very successful so, as well. So I mean, stay away yeah. from stay away from that. Yeah, I've got so I've got the Chiefs minus seven. Jazz is zigging and I'm zagging. I'm back in the Chiefs to just take care of business here. I I don't think it's going to be that close. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got under 46 points in the 49ers Rams game. I've got over 54 and a half in the Bengals Chiefs game, and then I've got the Rams to win. Fair so, enough. What's that giving yeah. you? Uh, 10.82 to one. Nice. So I'm taking the Chiefs. Uh, but I'm going under on 54.5 because I think it's a Chiefs run away with it. Bengals offense finally slows down. Okay. I mean, I'm kind of with that as well. I just think the Chiefs will score enough that that, that will then, still be okay. <laughs> and then I'm taking the Niners to win the other game. And I'm taking, oh, I'm taking under 46.5 because I see it being a horrible grind. Yeah. However, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely taking the under. Yeah. If, if the Bengals the or the Rams win... Yeah, I win money either way because I've got the Bengals each way to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, sorry, to win mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. So even if they get into it, I'll get money. And okay. I've got the Rams to win the uh, NFC Championship from the beginning of the season, and the Rams to win the whole thing from the beginning of the season as well. Mm-hmm. So actually, I've gone. I've just basically backed the teams that I don't have money it's on. It's all yet. coming up Wilson <laughs> right now, isn't it? All coming up, Ollie. Just I need like those it. unders and overs. That was the other thing last week. I was perfect. I did a, another. Sp- bet which was an eightfold which was under and over and a winner for all the games and i think it was spread winners as well but basically all of my under over points totals were correct last week 
So if I'd done a fourfold accumulator on that, I could have had a nice little Brucey, but I didn't. I mean, it's. I never it's really a... get involved in under and overs. I see it as a little bit of a flaccid bet, but oh, I like kind of I like Shane bringing it, it in. Week, so. Shane bringing it in for the playoffs. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, okay, I can get on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's not it seems regular like a playoff season. thing. It's a playoff yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. What are you what are you saying, Jazz? Well, I've already told you what teams I'm picking. Yeah, so, Bengals, Niners. So 49ers and Bengals, both to win. Okay. I have mirrored uh, you, Dave, on this one. I've gone the over on the Bengals, Chiefs, and the under on the Rams. I Niners. think we've all gone that. We've all done that. Yeah, no, Ollie took under. the under on the Bengals, Chiefs, because he's an idiot. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, and I got 35 to 1 on my bet. Ooh. That's good. Look at that Punchy. smug. Look at that smug look. Like he's Punchy. won it already. <laughs> That's how I felt last week. I honestly didn't see that that week going anyway other than what I picked until the Chiefs I woke up and I realised the Chiefs are fucking one. This is what you I say every week. I feel nervous about the Niners game from a betting point of view. But I feel good about the Chiefs taking care of business. I definitely see the Niners beating the Rams and them just not showing up. I could see that happening. I just want I a good. Know. I just want good games. They don't have to be yeah, as good as last week. I want good week. games. I just want good games. Yeah, it's the late yeah. game, the NFC game. Yeah, the NFC is the late one. Doesn't it feel as well though, like if we do get the Niners through and we get the Chiefs through, that that could be the only combination of teams that could produce maybe a bad Super Bowl. Yeah, this Why? is. This... So I'm a bit worried about that because I don't Why? think the Niners are good because enough to be able to compete with the Chiefs. It seems like a really bad matchup. It seems like a really bad matchup for them. Again, it all comes down to injuries and how healthy the Niners are. But if they yeah. if they have another game like in Lambeau where they take another load of knocks and bumps and bruises and people are hobbling around for that Super Bowl, I just don't see the Niners putting the Chiefs under any pressure. But even if even if the Niners get I take if like the a Niners won spread. it, then I just think it could be a bad game. That's what I mean. Is that the Niners could win a really scrappy contest. I just don't think it would be that pleasing to watch. No. So I'm kind of that's the one combination I'm not hoping for. Well, you won't get it. It's fine because you're Bengals 49ers. Okay, cool. <laughs> then I'll enjoy watching Barry. That's the thing. Joey B is coming for you. It's coming for all of you. Jazz, it's seeing you support another divisional team. It hurts like a little is... bit, but I quite like the Bengals now. Yeah, I didn't I hate, cool. hate them. I respect it. You're a bigger man than me. I I'm a big, yeah, I'm just a big like... fan of Burrow and Chase. Who's more beloved to the neutral NFL supporter at the moment, the Bills or the Bengals? Because I think both have really got like it's tough. Bengals. I honestly alone. say the Bengals because of the the Chase Burrow thing. Yeah, probably. Because yeah. Chase is just electric, and it's really fun to watch him play. I mean, I would. But Allen, to watch Allen the Bills, is like, but... he's already the yeah. golden boy of the NFL. Josh Allen, he's now yeah. the hard done by quarterback out of Wyoming, yeah. Grafton hard, good local boy kind of. Yeah, he's already got that narrative built up. I really like Sean McDermott as well, and what they've managed to do. Yeah. I like that they're beating the Patriots now. I do like the Bills a lot. I, oh, I don't know. It's weird. This Bengals, to, yeah, but it is a, it's a, it's a it's nice story. It? It's if a nice the, story. If the Bills had Joe Mixon, they'd be a more interesting side to watch. The Bengals are a better offense because, and I meant to bring this up as well when we talk about it, no, and I think I mentioned it briefly on the podcast and we kind of moved away from it quickly, but nobody talked about Joe Mixon going into that game. It was all Derek Henry, Derek Henry, Joe Burrow, Chase. And Mixon getting the touchdown for the Bengals, mm-hmm. I just thought was great. 
of everybody forgot about him and he's had an awesome year. And Chase Burrow's been the highlight plays and everything like that. But that's why the Bengals' offense works so well as well because you yeah, still have to respect that run game so much. That's a, that's a fair point. I think that he hasn't probably hasn't got enough love. For what has been finally yeah. his best season in the NFL after so much expectation. He stayed healthy. Yeah, stayed healthy, ran the ball better than he has done before. He's been good at receiving out of the backfield at times. I think it's like the one season where I haven't taken him in fantasy as well because I was just waiting and waiting for him to be amazing and he showed flashes of it and then I didn't take him this year. Someone Everyone in one of my drafts um, mocked me because it was like, who's going to be the sucker that eventually takes Mixon? He sat there for so long, so I just took him in the fifth, I think it was. Oh, that's great value. And it was like, all right. I think fine, he went in the him. third or something for in one. So. Yeah. yeah. You know what the Bills should do? Having read... Um... Nick shook stuff about the Saints players who are going to get traded. Yeah. Possibly or cut or traded. Yeah. Get Alvin Kamara. <laughs> How scary would that be? Jesus Woo-hoo! Christ. Because he wouldn't have it wouldn't be the entire offense on Kamara's shoulders. Oh my god. He could gosh. get healthy again. That is that That'd is sexy. A freak show. That yeah, would I... be of course they couldn't afford it, but a bit of blood went south when you said that. I liked it. To your butthole? Somewhere above that. Where's Sean Payton going? I'm telling you, it's Dallas. He's going to Dallas. I told you on the thing. He's going to Dallas. That's where he's going. Jerry's going to be like, hey, Sean, you want to come back and play, be the Cowboys head coach? Yeah, I really liked that, Jerry. Just get rid of that bum Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy's going to die of health. They said that on the ATN ATN pod, but it it might not be. It does seem from the sources and the things I've read that he is actually going to sit out this year. So what you're saying is probably right but in a year's time, not for the start of next season. Do you reckon he's just waiting for them to get rid of Zeke? Because he knows he can't win with Zeke as running back. The Cowboys are waiting for McCarthy to die of health complications so they don't have to pay out. Nice. Smart. Yeah, real smart. Jerry's always thinking about that bottom line, you know. You've got to respect that. Open open all the borders. Let everybody in. We don't care about COVID. Let it come into Dallas, baby. It's all fine. (laughs) Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. You want another cheeseburger? He's just feeding him cheeseburgers on the slide just to try and uh, overload his arteries. You only had four today. <laughs> on the Cowboys show, did you see what Aikman and Des Bryant came out and said this week? No. Aikman said that if you can't do anything in the postseason, you're just as good as the Jaguars and the Jets. Oh so we need to stop hyping this team up. And Des Bryant it also said that the way that they were running coverage on CD Lamb, if I'd been quarterback, you'd have had 10 catches by the time it was halftime. And Des wow. Bryant said, well, if Romo was their offensive coordinator, there'd be no problem with this game planning. They would have won hands down. Yeah, Kellen Moore's getting a lot of uh, hate a lot in of the stick. last few weeks. Richard and everyone's Graves. like, oh, Kellen Moore, head coach, got opportunity, but then he hasn't won a playoff game. He has been considered one of the smartest brains in football since he came yeah. into the NFL. Since Win a game. Don't, don't run a QB sneak. Came well, out he'll get his chance. Run. As a even as a, no player, out, even as a we'll player, see. though, when he was at college, they were like, this kid is just not big enough to be able to play the game, but he understands it so well. He is going to be a head coach at some point. So he's had this, and maybe it's just there's like the media hype just continues to follow him around. Keep that spiral going kind of thing. I mean, like, but there was yeah. the weird one with them. Um, it can be a culture thing, though. I mean, Dallas were, you know, unsuccessful in the playoffs before him. But also, remind been, me, how tall uh, is he? Not tall enough to be uh, NFL starting NFL quarterback. Well, 
so he's shorter than Kyler Murray is. I don't know about that. Shorter he's, than Drew Brees. He's not got the Russell same Wilson. same mobility as uh, a bit different Kyler though Murray. when he got drafted. Drew Brees is mobile. He's only six foot, Kellen Moore, and that's so he's it. possibly an inch taller than Drew Brees. I'd say he's one of those. Yeah, six did Drew Brees have a good career? He's six. Was he too short to play? Five nine. I think it was too short and too small with Kellen Moore. That was basically the thing of him coming out of boys. Oh, because Drew Brees is pretty short and small too. Yeah, you are. Maybe if he was a good player, he'd be fine. The when, rule, um, though, Jazz. when are you taking that, a lot of the uh, other well, if he's smart enough that's the exception to the rule right are there. you are you on the board for the Pittsburgh Steelers Ben Roethlisberger replacement committee because you seem to be you know all the knowledge of a, a tried and tested NFL scout here and you know exactly what people and team needs and you kind of told know... you what to do for running back quarterback you know it's yeah. good I like what Tomlin was saying about trying to have some mobility does Rogers stay go uh, he never goes. Let's, let's Green save Bay, that for leaving, see if he retires first of all. Uh, leaving Green yeah. Bay is the well. That's that was going to be the question. Does he stay? Does he go? Or does he retire? Do you think at this point he can't stay because Devontae Adams is no way they can keep him because they're over the cap by so much. Yeah, they're going to have to get rid of lots of those players. So is he going to want to play in a Green Bay team without his best weapon? Probably not. But where do you go? Because there aren't that many places. Look, I mean, obviously, like there are places that would take anything for Aaron Rodgers, obviously, but Rodgers isn't old enough to. He's he doesn't want to be a rebuild in Green Bay, but most what of the teams if, are looking uh, what for. What if a... Brady retires and then oh, he, he goes to the Bucks? The, the oh, oh, I'd love that. That'd be good, and doesn't make the playoffs or something. Uh, loses, <laughs> loses in the snow in Green Bay. Oh, the irony <laughs> to um, Jordan Love. Jordan Love beats him with that Green Bay run game that we've been cooing about for the last twelve months. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I would. I would actually legitimately love to see that. There's, I don't. I'd see love to see Aaron say, Tom, hey, um, I'm thinking about going somewhere warmer. What do you think?" So oh, I'm probably going to retire. So I'll, I'll chat to BA about it. And Arians would be all over that. He'd be kind of literally quivering. That would keep, it, that would keep Arians uh, going. I think. Was it having um, Rogers throw to those skill weapons and positions? Yeah. Obviously, Gronk would go if Brady's gone. So you'd have OJ Howard or Cameron Bray at tight end rather than um, Gronk. But at the same time, Godwin and Evans. Oh, that was it. The Saints are seventy-seven million dollars over the cap. Uh, yeah, got yeah the Saints are horrifically over. over. Yeah, I think I the Packers are like forty-four million over projected. Uh, yeah, fifty effective cap space go. is fifty million. And they've got Saints, to sign Devontae. Uh, and Devontae and Sally doesn't count against that yet because he's not on the team technically because he's also how, franchise. How team. are the Saints that over the cap when they don't have a wide receivers room or a quarterback room? It's savage. Well, they've got Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is only like 25 million. Yeah, just not and playing. Taysom so Hill's Aaron, only Rogers, like 25 million. Aaron Rodgers will be at either the Colts or the Steelers next season if he goes anywhere. I don't think he goes to the Steelers. We can't afford him. You've got 31 million in cap space. The Colts have 37 million. The only teams that have got more space are the Broncos, the Seahawks, the Jets, the Chargers, the Bengals, the Jags, and the Dolphins. Most of those are rebuilds. Chargers and Bengals have got their QBs already. Colts and the Steelers, and then the. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate it if he running went down to would the be Steelers. Washington. I would, he Chicago. can play in the cold. He knows what to do. The throw it Chase Claypool. Yeah, Deontay Johnson would have to learn how. To fucking catch the ball i i honestly don't know outside of those two though where rogers could go to try and win a super bowl straight away you just said it fucking is 
No, no, not that. He wouldn't want to do that he, uh, because is, Brady's it, already been there as well. Like the Brady's not on as much money as well, and they've only got five million in cap room. Colts would be interesting. Yeah, but if you clear Brady's salary, you just give him. Yeah, but that's the thing. Rogers, Rogers money. Rogers isn't willing to take pay cuts like Brady has been over the years. So we don't know that. He hasn't said that. We well, hasn't ever taken one. But he's never said that he wouldn't. I guess. Doesn't seem he's earned, like, like a guy he's earned two hundred and sixty-four million over his career. It's not doing badly for money. Yeah, but he's got his hour on Pat McAfee every week now. He's probably going to make more <laughs> money than that selling. You know, he's flogging like drivers and stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, Pat, I sent you a new tailor-made driver this week or something like that. I was watching the first twenty minutes of it today. Well, well tailor-made have by the way. I think yeah, an ambassador. I can't work out if Rogers oh. is smart and speaks well or if he's somebody that's not that intelligent but has learned how to speak reasonably eloquently because he says some things and i get Definitely wrapped up in like guy. i get wrapped up I'd in his delivery of it but I, then it sometimes doesn't seem as it sounds like he's just like saying the right words without really i don't know. i think he's sneakily let's not. move his mouth and just these words are coming out the, the right words yeah. at the right well time. he just keeps you know there's a lot of like you know when i was thinking back yeah and I, you, I think you, he's sneakily you, not that charismatic yeah. Um I think he gets some cre- too much credit for being charismatic. I think if he comes out of the sport as a player and goes into kind of broadcasting, I think we might realize that oh actually he's not that interesting. Not quite dull. Or we find out like Drew Brees. He's just got lots terrible. of media training. No, yeah. he's more candid on well, he's been more candid in interviews than anybody else in the last 2 years anyway. From I mean, McAfee show, yeah. But no, not really even even the, the ones, even the one he did with Kay Adams, you know, he was dropping f bombs in when he was talking, and they had to bleep it out on NBC or whichever. It was oh, quite, I rate that highly. Yeah, he was just like, you know, I've stopped giving a fuck. I, uh, you know, there were a lot of people making comments about me, and I felt like I was tied the way I was able to speak in the media. So I've, I've just got to a point where I'm just going to speak freely in the media. I'm just going to say what I'm feeling. You know, I don't really give a shit. People talk shit about me all the time, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, he's taking that approach now into more and more of the the press conferences and, and things like that. But he's still very careful, I think, with what he does say. Hence the whole immunized, vaccinated discussion and all that. Yeah. I, still, I still love that so much.